When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Regulators. You regulate any stealing of his property. We're damn good, too. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steal if you know what I mean. Earn your keep. Regulators! Mount up. It was a clear black night. You know, I don't know why we didn't actually plan to have an emergency podcast today. We probably should have seen that one coming, but we're doing it anyway. Uh, planning be damned. Welcome to Ball In, Ball Out, the official Lakers podcast for Hoop Ball. I am Dan Vespris, and the gentleman seated across Southern California from me is Eli Bauman. Eric is stuck in the San Joaquin Valley. <laughs> Um, what a day! What a trade what deadline! A day. What a trade! This is an emergency podcast. It's officially an emergency pod. I think if we planned it, you couldn't call it an emergency pod. So that's it's a five alarm fire podcast. Oh my what god! A good fire. What a day! What a day! We just talked yeah. on our last show about how Magic and Rob were finally starting to play a little chess, and we made a nice little—I don't know—it was like rook, rook to bishop four or something. We took a good piece. That's right. That's exactly right. We didn't. We. It's not checkmate, but it's definitely like uh, an o- uh, chess move. Yeah, the bishop has gone diagonally across the board. the The board is set up for us to to do some damage. Um, <laughs> we, we, it's we, great. Like I feel like we got lulled yesterday. We got we the the trick that happened to us seemed to have happened to the league which is that we got lulled into a sense of the Lakers are not going to do anything, that we're going to stand pat. And uh, they flipped it on us. Yes, they, they did. They flipped it on us. I, and, I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I would say I'm bittersweet excited. That's where my emotional temperature is at. Where Where is yours? Yeah, same. Um, I think, uh, you know, the Lakers front office did a good job to sort of, as the trade was being finalized, they all came out and they said, you know, we love Larry Nance. Everything he's done for the Lakers has been awesome. He's just pure heart and hustle. And we love Jordan Clarkson because he's this second rounder that came in and turned himself into an NBA caliber scorer. But at the same time, these are pieces that we needed to move. We got a first rounder back in the deal, and it clears out a boatload of salary caps. I mean, the the salary thing alone is is massive. You know, Jordan Clarkson, you're getting out from under the second the the extra year of his deal, so that's nothing. Not only to like that comes off the books for the next two years, yeah, right? There are two, two years left on his deal, so that's huge. Um, I mean, Larry Nance, the, the salary there was sort of inconsequential, but the, he had to be included to get this thing to go through. But the Lakers got the Cavs' first-round pick, not the Nets' pick that Cleveland has, which means it's going to be later in the first round. But we just saw, Eli, earlier this year what the Lakers could do with a late first-rounder. That's our wheelhouse. <laughs> this, is, this is literally this is where we shine. We're, we're hit and miss on our our lottery picks, I would say. I mean, it kind of remains to be seen. We haven't hit, like... 
you know, the ball out of the park on those. But we have we're almost undefeated on late first rounders slash early second rounders. I mean, yeah. you look at this, you look at our roster now because now we know what it looks like. Kuzma was twenty seventh pick. Josh Hart was the thirtieth pick. Um, I think that's right, or twenty eighth pick. I forget. Thomas Bryant, I'm excited to see him. There's there's now a slot open for him potentially. Uh, and then you look at the guys we gave up. I mean, I'm going to miss both of them a lot. But, you know, Jordan Clarkson was the 46th pick in the draft, mm-hmm. and Larry Nance, I think, was also the 27th pick in the draft. So let's say we draft around 27 again. There's There's nothing that leads me to believe we can't hit another at least double with that pick considering what our scouting department has clearly shown they're capable of. Yeah. Not to not to mention we just got a guy who look, I you know, he looks hurt and certainly his attitude and fit on the Cavs comes into question, but Isaiah Thomas was like a top 5 MVP candidate last year. Yep. Um we got him for you know, basically two rotation players on our team. Um and Channing Fry is, you know, going to clearly be an assistant coach on our team in no time <laughs> since we basically have the Arizona 90s, Arizona Wildcats 90s players as our coaching staff. That's yep. kind of right in the wheelhouse. But apparently he's uh, like the greatest locker room guy. So Yeah, he's the best. He's the best best podcast host in the NBA. <laughs> uh, I'm I like and, the IT thing. I'm I'm all me I'm too. super stoked about that because this was like the ultimate buy low. This is a guy that was just getting ripped to shreds by the national media and in this case I think rightfully so cuz he popped off when he probably should have just sort of kept his mouth shut and worked himself back into health. But he's a guy that's been panned from the second he got into the league and he you know he turned himself into a a 30-point score in the NBA. He is not a slouch when he's at full health. He's good. Now, and worst-case scenario, this is absolute worst-case scenario, we just traded two rotational players for two expiring deals and a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. Like, that's worst-case scenario is we now have two max slots open for... 2018 and 2019. That's worst case scenario. That's if you get nothing from Isaiah. Right. Which I think... Best case scenario is you get three months out of him. He gets healthier. He gets comfortable. He's clearly in a better situation. You make a push for that eighth seed so I don't have to get uh, frosted tips. (laughs) And... You know, who knows? No no one's going to have cap space, really, except for us next year. So we can re-sign him. We can re-sign Randall. We can re-sign neither. We can... You know, if we hook in Paul George and LeBron, we get them. If we hook in just Paul George, great. We wait till 2019. We have so many. You know, I watched the full. I don't know if you saw the full press conference with Palinka and Magic. You were probably doing your other podcast because you have an active podcasting lifestyle. But <laughs> yeah, that's why I sat I, that's and watched why I the drink, whole thing. That's partially why I drink just, Michelob Ultra. What's that? I said that's why I drink Michelob Ultra. <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. Uh, but I watched the whole thing, partially just waiting to see if Magic Johnson said anything that would result in a million-dollar fine, <laughs> which he almost did, but but resisted. Um, but everything that they said is true. Palenka really walked through it and was just like, it just gives us the ultimate flexibility to be movers, sellers. We can take in you know, contracts people are trying to dump. We can take in first-round picks. Like We can... 
sign big fish, small fish, one fish, two fish, blue fish, whatever the hell, whatever Dr. <laughs> Seuss rhyme you want. We're just in the catbird seat now. We went into the position of ultimate power. Um, so it's a bittersweet. Today felt like a home run, but then the ball landed and hit a fan in the head and they spilled their beer. Because uh, <laughs> I, I, I think I speak for all of us. Like We're going to miss the two guys, Clarkson and Nance. We're both really great Lakers, uh, fan favorites. Guys who nothing was given to them, they earned their their minutes and their time, and they earned our hearts in the process. And you know, I think I'm legitimately going to miss them, and also really genuinely happy for both of them that they get to make a run here. Like you know, Nance goes home, and Clarkson will be Cleveland's going to be happy with what they got. This is truly a win-win trade. And uh, I'm excited for him. What I do you am, think? I am. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think Nance steps right into a massive role with Cleveland with uh, Tristan Thompson not being very good. I don't don't know why people didn't realize this before. They gave him like sixty five million dollars. But hey, that that happens. We've done a little bit of that here in Lakerland. Uh, the, uh, Clarkson walks into because Cleveland had an insane deadline. Uh, Jordan, yeah, their whole roster's different. The whole roster. So <laughs> Clarkson walks into a Cavaliers locker room that right now I think just has LeBron James in it and like a bunch of suitcases that are either arriving or <laughs> departing. Uh, so he, obviously he walks in with Larry Nance, but the Cavs traded for Rodney Hood and George Hill in addition to uh, Nance and Clarkson. They sent Jay Crowder to Utah. They sent Derek Rose to Utah. They sent Iman Shumpert to Sacramento, and they sent Flash back to Miami. Dwayne Wade's not a Cav anymore. I love, I love that move. God, everything is right in the world. It's like everything. Basically, it's as if the Celtics Cavs trade never happened. They literally moved everything that they got for Kyrie today. Yeah. Isaiah Thomas is gone. Jay Crowder is gone. I mean, who did they keep? It's like Seti Osman. <laughs> yeah. Like, I think. <laughs> or I right. don't even, or Anche Zizic or some, some <laughs> like that. But yeah, it feels like it's clean slate for everyone. Our books are clean. Cleveland gets to now basically has like an entirely new season where they have three months to figure out a new roster to get ready for the playoffs. But I mean, they definitely got better today. I mean, the, the Isaiah LeBron fit just did not. Makes no. sense. By the way, did you did you see the statement from Isaiah's agent that the only thing that gives me any trepidation about Isaiah is that I guess his agent was like Isaiah's not coming off the bench. You should just buy him out. Yeah. Good uh, luck. Good luck which, with that. Come on, come on, dude. Yeah. yeah. yeah slow your roll, Aaron Goodwin. <laughs> that to me felt like the the classic. You know, start with an opening salvo of just being a yeah. butt, and then the Lakers are gonna come back and they're gonna be like. Hey, listen, agent guy, uh, your player has torpedoed his value by acting like a, a jerk right. in Cleveland. We are in the market to try to win some games here down the stretch. We know your guy wants to earn some money, which, frankly, he deserves because Isaiah was on a ridiculously low contract these days. Yeah. Uh, we're going to bring him off the bench, but we're going to play him 30 minutes a game. What do you think? And then they're going to meet in the middle. Right. It's a perfect, it's a perfect arrangement. Like if you were actually on, working on behalf of your client, you would understand that this is this this couldn't be a better situation for him. We don't have really ball dominant guys, so like the problem that he had in Cleveland, he is not going to have here. Um, 
he gets to be the unquestioned like leader from a leadership like veteran standpoint of mm-hmm. this team. It's a three month audition either to stay with the Lakers where he grew up or to make a butt ton of money somewhere else. I mean, just like you you call it an opening salvo. It's like an opening salvo when you have like three guys in your little militia and we have like 20 tanks lined up behind you. It's like, you know, I don't know that. I don't think homeboy Aaron Goodwin really understands the leverage he has or more specifically does not have in this situation because yeah, we're holding all of the cards. It, this should be a win-win, but like, I was just like, dude, yeah, you got to spend, you got to like, you have not done your client a single favor in the last six months. So maybe just chill out a moment. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, like thing. to me, it feels like a buyout would be one of the worst things for Isaiah Thomas because who's who no would, question. The teams that would want him would be teams that want a little scoring punch, but aren't going to give him forty minutes a game. The Lakers are a team that's like, listen, we you know Lonzo Ball is hurt. This is an opportunity to not have to rush him back with, with whatever's going on with his stuff. It's a guy you can bring off the bench and just let him absolutely go to town on some second rate. You know the the backups for a bunch of. Isaiah Thomas could score 25 points in 25 minutes off the bench. No doubt. No that, doubt. We have the we literally have the perfect situation for him. And I think it'll be okay. That's that's why I really just liked this trade and really liked a lot of the deals that happened cuz I would have been honestly I would have been bummed if Larry Nance and Clarkson had been traded to like Memphis or you know been a throw in in some kind of salary dump like i'm genuinely excited for them that they get to play meaningful minutes on you know what i think a team that well, is still, like. still a contender <laughs> i think that with the moves they made today that that team is a contender yeah they got better they got better cleveland they got, got better. better uh yeah. i mean they they iman shumpert never sees the floor uh dwayne wade was basically about to get aced out of his playing time with hood and Clarkson coming in, and they desperately needed a guy like Larry Nance that could go out there and dive on the floor. I mean, these old guys totally. in Cleveland, none of those guys wanted to hit the deck. That was every dive no. was a risk that they'd miss the next two ball games. He's the perfect antidote to the things that have screwed them: rim protection, rebounding, hustle. He's going to sell out on every play. LeBron's going to love him. Like it, the whole thing, and Clarkson too. I mean, Clarkson, you know, has really improved this year and i think that should be a source of pride for luke and the whole coaching staff i mean he's he's a real piece like you know this is another uh, who knows how anything will play out but even just as a laker fan knowing that we're not going to be contenders i'm happy that the Cavs got better because i hate boston i loathe the celtics and i look at this trade (laughs) and boston didn't do a damn thing because they're hoarders they're just hoarding of assets all the time and you know, I think Cleveland, you know, if you're Boston, you do not want to face this Cleveland team. You were probably okay facing yesterday's Cleveland team, but I don't want any part of this Cleveland team. I really like the and Raptors. I, I'm a big Toronto Raptors me fan. Me too. I like They're the Raptors fun. too. I like both. Honestly, I like both of those teams better than Boston. And, you know, I, I'm looking at it. That gives me some rooting interest in this Cleveland team now. Uh, I want to see our guys flourish. Um and I want to see Boston get its ass kicked because that Super Bowl was sweet. And let's just keep that momentum. <laughs> L.A. fans certainly. Did. I think George Hill actually is another guy who got 
sort of swept up in a bad situation, and that yeah. that could be a good thing for him too, just getting out of Sacramento. Well, basically, the the Cavs just got the entire 2016 Utah Jazz backcourt. They basically that's now their backcourt because they got George Hill and Randy. Is his name Randy Hood? Uh, Rodney. Rodney. <laughs> we just switched the D and the and the <laughs> who cares. Uh, and then they've got Clarkson as basically their six man, right? And now they'll have some permutation of Larry, LeBron. Who's their center? Tristan? Uh, well, Kevin Love is out. Yeah, it's been Tristan Thompson, although they've gone to sort of wacky lineups. They traded Channing Fry away, too. It might be some Larry Nance at times. Oh, yeah. Can we talk about Channing Fry for a second, too? Because he's also a good... You know, basically, he's like a poor man's Brook Lopez. I was, yeah, that's what I said actually on the on the live pod today. He's a he's a stretch five effectively. He's not as big as Brook, but he's a bit more agile. Yeah, and he's he's a good shooter, and as you said, he's a good locker room guy. I think we're, you know, we kind of needed one of those, you know, Bogut type guys since we traded Bogut of just like a steady hand. Lakers got um, older. We got older for once. Yeah, finally. <laughs> They're all so, expiring so, contracts, but we got older. My other big takeaway, or a couple big takeaways from the press conference thing that I saw. So one thing that was really funny was someone asked Magic. Magic is the worst poker face on the planet, <laughs> by the way. I mean, I know we've been making like Magic and poker analogies for two days, but it is so funny. Someone asked him about Luol Deng. And like oh, if they had had any I, I traction on Luol Deng, and he literally started laughing, um, <laughs> and said, "I wish." And I was like, "Jesus Christ!" I mean, I like it because it's more fun to watch. But Jesus, this guy does not understand how to keep his cards close to the vest. No, he's he's not he's not that kind of. You know, I think with Magic now, he's trying to hit that point of like maximum smile, where nobody really like he's just going to smile with everything. He's he's going to laugh and smile, and you just have to assume. I, I need him to lie while laughing and smiling once. Right. That's all yeah, it takes is one. Cagey. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then we'll never know if he's being truthful with the the big laugh and smile every but yeah, that was that was pretty hilarious. I also liked, by the way, when they asked, uh, are you guys still gonna recalibrate to twenty nineteen? And that was also like kind of a mm, no moment for them it's like you can, yeah. really do you need to ask that question we just unloaded a whole bunch of salary and we have 69 million dollars in cap space for this offseason uh julius randall's a restricted free agent and isaiah's coming off the books do you really need to ask if we're recalibrating we just did all the stuff we said we were gonna do to fire at 2018 so figure it out yeah but it's also it is it is good like basically we are set up for both of the next summers, and it just depends. Like to me, and they talked about this, but there's it's a kind of an easy yet complicated formula, which is you either like use it all up now if you can get two big fish. If you can get one big fish, you sign a bunch of one year deals, or you bring back Julius and and you pair him with whatever big ticket free agent is, and then you take another shot next year, or you kind of bide your time. Like we have tons and tons and tons of options and flexibility for the next two off seasons, which brings me to kind of my, my big point, which is Palinka, who, by the way, have you seen him in person? He's super skinny. Yeah. He's too skinny. He needs to like put on like, he looked like Brandon Ingram last year. 
<laughs> he needs some Bipro USA. He looks crazy. Like, he looks like he's just, like, exercising too much and, like, eating, like, almonds like a little bird. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Palinka did, Palinka hit a home run. Yeah, he crushed it. Palinka did his job. And now, like, we get to see what Magic can do. Because I don't think Magic has anything to do with these trades, really, other than saying, like, yes, no, maybe, you know. I, Rob is the guy. Rob and his staff are the guys on the phone. Now is the point where we get to see Magic Johnson in the room with Paul George or LeBron. They're going to get a meeting with anyone they want, and we get to see if Magic can bring this home. This is where the smile and the charm doesn't get us a $500,000 fine, but actually might get us a maximum salary player. Yeah. This is this is his time now. He has till July to get it together and fire up the yacht, fire up whatever he needs to do, get the forum club back. <laughs> get the I don't magic care what, hour. you know, Nobu, get the reservation at Nobu and, like, reel in the fish, baby. I'm confident in it. I mean, he's shown throughout his career that that's what he's what he's better at. Yes, he's unbelievably charming. He's unbelievably charismatic. He's just just like this magnanimous presence that everybody wants to be around. So now, that's right. Go be it. Go do it. Rob did. Rob did his thing, and well, I mean, this was like it's a home run. I couldn't imagine that the trade deadline being a better fit for the Lakers. All they wanted to do was get out from contracts and they managed to turn it into a first round pick. Uh, and you know, an Isaiah Thomas rental. This was, this was brilliant. I'm thrilled. Yeah. Yeah. You couldn't have played it better other than the fact that it just, you know, we have to give up something to get something and we had to give up something. Yeah. But they could not have done it better, but yeah, now, now it's on magic. Now it's time to see if like, if we can be championship contenders, that's that's where I think we're at. But the the all of the ingredients are there now. We just have to like bake the pie. You know what I mean? Let me ask you about uh, a playing time thing that might pop up now. So we yeah. we always kind of knew that Josh Hart was going to be in in a little bit of warmer water once Lonzo came back. Uh, this, I mean, yes, Clarkson is gone, so those minutes could go to Hart. But I don't know that we see him playing like 40 minutes a night now that IT's in town, I, does this cut into his availability a little bit? That that might be my only downside to it. I loved seeing a just a ton of Josh Hart, and they probably have to dial him back a tad, no? Well, I think the I have no idea how Luke is going to do it, but what's really nice about Hart and Lonzo to a certain extent is really either Hart is so strong and rebounds so well and – uses his his body so well that Hart can guard threes. I mean, I think like what you're going to see is basically like weird mix and match lineups where you know, Lonzo and Hart both can guard three positions. And so can KCP to some extent. So I think like what really weirdly happened is we switched our front court kind of minutes log jam and now we have a back court's minute back court yeah. minute log jam um you know the kind of like well who's gonna play of larry julius and kuzma is now kind of like well who's gonna play of hart thomas and pope that's kind of how i'm yeah i agree seeing it and i think what's good is that i mean i think josh hart is one of those guys where 
he's proven what he can do with starters minutes, but he was good at off the bench too. Um, I think in a perfect world, my dream lineup is Lonzo, Hart, uh, Kuz, Lopez, or and, sorry, and Ingram. And, wait, no, Ingram, Lopez, and Randall with Kuz, Thomas, and Pope off the bench. But you know, egos and contracts, whatever. You know, probably Hart goes to that bench unit and KCP stays. Is my guess as to what's going to happen. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I'm uh, I'm with you on that one. I mean, yeah, you know, it's Luke's problem, I guess. At least at least it's not our problem. But there is Clarkson was sort of the guy getting marginalized a little bit since Josh right. Hart came on because it was like, oh, you mean we can get a guy that can do a little bit of scoring, but also all of this other fun stuff. And uh, and now they're going to have to figure out how to deal with the fact that IT's in town provides a ton on the offensive side when he's healthy, but is a defensive liability as as much as they can try to cover oh. it up. He's tiny. Oh, is that a nice way of putting it? He's tiny. <laughs> I mean, he's just he's like, the worst. Dan, he's the worst defensive player in the league. Hmm. There's some bad the worst. ones. There's some truly bad ones. Yeah, and they're better than him. <laughs> he's the he's the bot. He's the actual worst uh which makes josh hart even more valuable yeah because and lonzo you know, that's that's why like maybe yeah and lonzo that's a good point like but maybe that's why it will make sense to move hart to that second unit as much as it'll pain me you know pope's good too i mean that's the thing is like we have backcourt guys who should be able to take some of the pressure off of IT's defense. I think that was the problem with Cleveland is like that was also a garbage defensive team so it it like uber exposed him cuz no one could cover up his mistakes. We're on on Cleveland, that was a really good defensive team so they were able to kind of cover his issues a little bit. On on Boston? And, oh, on Boston, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, sorry, I don't know what I said, but I meant Boston. <laughs> um but hopefully we're more in that Boston model of Look, he's going to be a sieve, but we have guys who are able to kind of be in the right spots and pick up the pieces and certainly try hard, and maybe that'll make him try harder. Yeah, I think some of the issues in Cleveland, too, were just centered around the fact that nobody was trying. Because, like, he, no. he, was a, he was not a good defender in Boston, but it wasn't, it wasn't that obvious every night. They were, no, they covered up for it, and I think he wanted to, he wanted to try. Yeah. Whereas in Boston, they were all just being like, well, you, if you're not going to guard anyone, I'm not going to guard him. You mean you, know, in, like, in, you mean in Cleveland? Sorry, in Cleveland. Shoot, do I keep doing that? <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so uh, one out of ten. How would you rank today's trade deadline for the Lakers? Well, I mean, I can't give it a ten just because it sucks to give up Nance um, and Clarkson. Um, but I mo- give it but a, mostly uh, Nance. But mostly Nance. But most of it is. But I, I give it a, a nine, and I would give it a ten if if my heart wasn't involved. Um, not Josh Hart, my own personal heart. Um, how about you? What's your What's your grade? Ten, full yeah. maximum ten. Uh, yeah. The yeah, the Nance thing is is a little bit of a of a downer, but it's so small that I I can't even I can't yeah. even ding them for it because uh, he's he's an he's an interesting NBA piece. But much like, and we talked about this on the last show, much like Clarkson to me, he feels like a guy that exists in other in other formats. Like D- Dallas has a guy named Dwight Powell, who's basically just Larry Nance 
in with a different name on his jersey. There are hustle guys out there, and if the Lakers want to draft another hustle guy, they can do that with the first-round pick they got back. That's right. What they can't do is create $69 million out of thin air, and it, they basically just kind of did that. So <laughs> You're right. You're right. I'm going to. I'm moving to a 10. You're going to, I'm you're, moving to a 10. You're also, he gets out. to play where his dad's jersey is going to hang for the Raptors. That's pretty He's cool. He's going to come back and win the dunk contest here, and everyone's going to go crazy. It's all good. They're going to be in the playoffs. You know, they're going to be competing for a championship. You're right. It's a 10. 10 out of 10. Uh, that's all I got for the emergency body. You got anything else? No. I'm just so excited. I really can't wait to watch this team. I got to give hats off to the front office, which we've been critical of for a large part of the season. And, you know, by hook or by crook, they figured this thing out. So uh, I'm, I can I'm really excited, and it's good. I'm excited to be in the draft again, too. We get to actually pay attention and care. Yeah, that's true. It's nice that the front office opened that uh, that chess game that we, we sent them for the holidays just in time. <laughs> they did. <laughs> and read, read, uh, read, watched a YouTube on how to play. Uh, awesome trade deadline. Uh, I'm just, you and I are both, I think we're both just cavelling right now. This is great. Yeah, I'm super pumped, and we have a game tonight. Thunder. Oh, and Russell Thunder, Westbrook and both Westbrook and George are uh, questionable with turned ankles. I can only assume that's because they uh, didn't see one of those little lips in the sidewalk on Sunset. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. They were walking Good hand work. in hand. Uh, LA Nightlife. We'll find out if it remains undefeated. Uh, he is Eli Bauman. I'm Dan Vespers. This is Ball In, Ball Out, a hoop ball presentation. Emergency podcast, trade deadline edition. We'll be back at you over the weekend. So long, everybody. Peace. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.